Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Happy birthday, Dave. This is your friend, John Williams, and I know the idea is here to crack wise, be sarcastic, make fun of you, say things about you being a year older, ha, ha, ha. But I'm not going to do that because, well, you are connected to a lot of famous people and celebrities, and maybe someday I'll get to interview one of them. So you're a wonderful person. I love what you're doing with your hair right now, and happy birthday. Okay, that ought to hold the bastard. It's really not a surprise that he's always smiling. He only works one day a week. But he is kind. He's really connected and somewhat mysterious. He's the go-to guy for audio when it comes to obits. At some point, he's interviewed every celebrity alive. Happy birthday, Dave. You're the best. Happy birthday to my friend Dave Plyer. It's Lou Manfredini. You know, I was looking up different people that were born the same year as you. Did you know that you and Sinead O'Connor are the same age? You and Tim McGraw, you and Adam Sandler, Salma Hayek, Dave Matthews, Halle Berry. You know what they all have in common with you? Uh, Really, not much. They all look a hell of a lot better than you. I'm just kidding. Remember, I've known you back when they used to call you Curly. Happy birthday, my friend. Hi, Gary Meyer here. Dave Plyer's birthday. They're using 720 as a giant Hallmark card. Let's just get him a big, giant chocolate chip cookie. Dave, you're a grown man. Why don't you go over to Chuck E. Cheese and jump in the ball pit on the 50,000-watt mofo? Hi there, Dave. It's your friend, Wendy Snyder. I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. You're such a great guy. You're very talented. You have a lot of connections. And, man, you look so good for 70. Happy 70th and many more. Well, at least a, a couple more. David, dear David, 1967, Summer of Love, I love you. Happy birthday, and so many more. Love, Walter. Back in the day David Plyer was born, Johnson was president, and many skirts worn. Beatles released Sgt. Pepper, there were riots about race. The Cold War was on, and we were heading to space. Wilt Chamberlain won his third MVP. O.J. Simpson played football for USC. Elvis the King and Priscilla were married, Spencer Tracy the actor, and Jane Mansfield were buried. The great Carol Burnett show, we watched the premiere. The Super Bowl was played its very first year. When all said and done and all truth be told, what does this mean? David Plyer is old. Twinkle, twinkle, it's your old pal, Wink Winkle. <laughs> Leaving a little birthday message for my good friend and pal, Dan Plyer. <laughs> you know, you're not getting old if you have more hair in your soup than on your head. <laughs> Hey, Dave, uh, Larry Potash from WGN, number nine on your dial, number one in your heart. Just wanted to say happy birthday from one 80s guy to another 80s guy. Uh, Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Happy birthday. Hey, uh, Jim. uh, Hi, everybody. It's me, Kevin Matthews. Um, radio. We did radio in Chicago. Are we going to get into the Radio Hall of Fame, Jim? Uh, we're not going to get into that. Sh- no. They hate us. We're never going to get into Radio Hall of Fame. We're sewage to them. 
Uh, we're here to wish Dave Pyle, or whatever, how do you say his last name? His producer called Kevin, wants us to say a happy birthday message, uh, you know, so he can play on his radio show. Hey, Dave, you're getting old, okay? You're too old for this crap, all right? And uh, to, to look at you're getting old, you, you're bald, you got more nose hairs than you do hair on your head. You look like Uncle Fester. So happy birthday. What is it now? Are you 290, 80? Just have a good birthday, okay? Go smoke some weed with John Williams, who's growing pot up in Will Metney's with all his preppy friends up there. Kev, you want to say anything to Dave? No, I... uh I think you've said it all. Happy uh, birthday, uh, Dave. Uh, make sure you call us, and we'll do this again next year. Yeah, Dave. Have a good radio show. Why don't you tell uh, management to put me on, okay? I'm better than anybody on the dial when it comes to sports. So, hey, Dave, here's my wish to you. Eat me. All right. Well, that was great. Welcome in, everybody. Dave Player here on 720 WGN. Glad you could be with us. Ben, it's very nice of you to pull all that together. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. The legends of radio and some that want to be legends in radio. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on the same page. <laughs> Saving the best. Not same year, but same page. The, the most ball-busting one for last. Nice touch on that. Do what I can. Appreciate that. Did John Williams call me a bastard? He did. Okay. All right, just taking notes when I see them on Monday. All right, Radio Hall of Famer Gary Meyer will be live in the studio. Uh, he's uh, getting ready, having an old-fashioned, warming up. Uh, really looking forward to doing some radio with Gary uh, for the next hour. Then Rich Williams, legendary guitarist, founding member of the rock band Kansas, comedian Kevin Nealon and more. Let's get right to Gary Meyer right after this on 720 WGM. Gary, 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 live. Live from the studios here at WGN Radio. How are you doing, buddy? Hello, Dave. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. I heard, maybe you read this, that mm-hmm. the Ocean Gate Titan was only successful 14% of the time going down to the Titanic wreckage. And I'm thinking, if you saw that, if you were trying to decide if you wanted to get on this, and you saw it had a 14% success rate, you know, what are you doing? You know, I think there's some people that have that risk, that death wish, that they just want to do things like that. Like I thought, I saw Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise doing that that yeah. dive off, and I don't want to give anything away, but it's been all over the internet. But like, he's got a death wish. Like, if he dies, he dies. It's, it's a him. I well, think. that is something that I'm curious about too. Because how does he get insurance? He must insure himself because he no must. movie studio is going no. to insure this guy no. No. with the risks he takes. And I'm yeah. just, I don't hope this, but don't you think one day you're going to wake up and you're going to hear Tom Cruise died doing one of these crazy stunts? I think so yeah. now the speaking of that movie, which is out yesterday i believe the reviews have been through the roof like he does through some of those scenes and this is what the seventh sequel yes and it it is as magnificent as when he first started that franchise he's 61 so i mean i'm not going to say old but he keeps himself in ridiculously good shape. but i saw that stunt on the internet you're talking about and that's him there's no they switch to a double a stuntman whatever he does all that like the directors never been covering their face yeah like What's going to happen here? But back to the Ocean Gate thing. You know, all those guys, for the most part, except for the kid and, and the one uh, and his father, I think all of them have been down to the Titanic a million times. So they're probably thinking to themselves, well, I've done this already. We've survived it. 
but it, it's literally a tube with 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 a, a video game controller. Well, think about <laughs> that percentage. If you heard that airlines have a fourteen percent success rate of having a safe flight, nobody would fly. No, that's come true. on, that's true. Fourteen yeah. percent. Did you hear about my screenplay for? The Titan movie. No. How it starts. I'll give you the opening okay, scene. Okay. I've talked about it on my podcast. Okay. It's a tight shot of a Rubik's Cube in the ocean floor, embedded in the ocean floor, because that kid that was on there, what he wanted to do, he wanted to solve a Rubik's Cube on camera and give it to the Guinness people as some kind of thing that they should yeah, print. Yeah. They said no, but he was going to do it anyway. And so the implosion happens. The Rubik's Cube floats down to the ocean floor. Tight shot on that. Camera comes back. And then it goes into him holding the Rubik's Cube in his bedroom six months earlier. Oh, man. Knock on his bedroom door. It's his father. Hey, good news. I just secured two tickets for us on the Titan. Oh, That's gosh. the start of my movie. I don't wow. want to give too much away. I, I don't want to give the ending away. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Please don't. Please hey, don't I got it. I, I, and I'm a friend of yours. I've been a friend of yours for a long time. I got to tell you, uh, when they asked me to do that birthday thing, I, it's, he's a grown – I'm serious when I recorded that. <laughs> he's a grown man. I mean, we're, we're, this is awkward. Come on. Do you really celebrate a birthday after a certain age? You just asked me, like, what did you do today? I'm like, well, I did have breakfast with my kids this morning, and but then they went out with their day. I went to work my my day job uh then i drove down to this job and uh and but i'm gonna go out later i'm gonna go out for well, that's fine yeah. i don't say don't yeah. celebrate it's just you're using this thing as hey i'm having a birthday and some people really want to have that acknowledged every year mm-hmm. what age really uh put your birthday aside do you think it's done where you should be hunting for hey happy birthday to me i actually somebody just asked me this question i, I we did something for my 50th and, and i believe you were there for my 50th and that was that was probably it. Like I, I don't want a 60th. I don't want a 65th. I don't want a 70th, 75th, okay. 80th. I, I'm kind of like 50 was kind of like almost pushing it 10 years. Okay, too much. I was going to say 12. We're a little <laughs> far apart on that. Well, I mean, uh, 21 is yeah, okay. big. I mean, come on, 21. Okay, all big. right, all right. I'm talking about as an adult. Hey, oh. it's my birthday. Here's where oh, the separations no. happen more and more. Yeah, Vanna White apparently is going to ask for about $7 million to continue on with Wheel of Fortune. The producers are saying, we're thinking of automating that position. So they're oh, far apart. I know. I know. It's That's a like, far apart negotiation. It's almost when Carson went off the air and they were wondering what to do with Ed. Well, Ed's doing Star Search and his other thing, but are we going to pay him to be on the show? And I think I, I was... But wait a minute. Yeah. It's Vanna White touching a screen. What skill set is that? It's very important. Yeah. You're, you're making... She's making $3 million a year. They work... What is it, 48 days a year? Well, the question is, like, if somebody is a, at rabid fan of that show, does that leave at least one of the two people that they've been watching the for 30 years The game is the, the star. <laughs> what are we talking about here? It's I'm starting to watch it because I'm thinking, well, this puzzle solving is going to keep my mind alert. You had to turn the letters at one point. No, right. Now no, it's, it's just, just touch it. That's, it what is. skill set is that? Three, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. I'll do it for 100000 a year. I'll send him a lot of money. She's making nice. three million. That's very nice. All right, <laughs> that's very nice. All right, um, but you know, I guess start it over with Seacrest and just start fresh is what you're kind of saying. Just okay enough. And this guy, does he have enough jobs? <laughs> Ryan Seacrest. Well, he's not doing the Kelly thing anymore. He's doing American oh, Idol. Oh my God, he's, he's down doing... to five jobs. Did you ever watch him on that He's Kelly that. Lee show? He yeah. was half asleep because he had to fly from the West Coast Kelly to the East Coast Lee. every other day, and they would just pin his paycheck yeah. on his shirt yeah. as it, he was sleeping. He's not that much younger than me, you know, his uh, mid-40s. Oh, here you go. Mention your birthday again. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> All right. Ni- okay, let's talk about this. 1967, number one song. What do you think it was for the whole year? 1967. I'm thinking 
for the whole year. Now, Sergeant Pepper came out, yeah, but there did. weren't a lot of singles out of that. That no. was a concept type thing. Yeah. The monkeys were very hot. Daydream Believer was huge, but it wasn't the song. What is it? The Association. Wow, this is a vortex. I, I've already bought my Mega and Powerball tickets. I like vortexy things, as you know. Yes, I and do. that yeah, is, if you're not familiar with the vortex, when things collide out of nowhere, an yeah. intersection happens. Yeah. And, oh, I am playing songs now on my podcast. Mix it up a little bit. The song I played on yesterday's episode is by the association. No. And I know I sound like a soft pretzel here, but there's a, an association song that I really love and songs that make you feel good. So yeah. what? Who does them? It's called Everything That Touches You. Ever heard the song? Mm-mm. Can your producer pull it up Everything when he's not that asking people you. to give you birthday greetings? <laughs> yes, we can. We can pull that up. Great. Absolutely. So, and what was the significance of the song? You were in high school when you were just saying, you know, you were in high, going. Oh, yeah. Into, I, the association year. were huge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody knows it's windy. Along comes Mary. Da da da. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, sixty-seven. Wow, a great year because Sergeant Pepper was those uh, was that moment where those of us who thought, well, the Beatles, we we're getting a record from them, uh, an album every six months. Uh, we're taking advantage, taking them for granted. Uh, they're going to keep putting stuff out, and then Sergeant Pepper comes out. Oh my God! Lyrics on the album jacket and everything else that came with that. And then they reinvented themselves again. The association. Let's listen to the song. Oh, yeah, I want to hear the, the whole thing now. Damn it. <laughs> I don't think I have a license for that. But <laughs> You don't have that? I, I, I have an ASCAP license now. And this is the, really? oh, yeah, the 50,000-watt blower. We don't do that anymore. Boy, have I heard that well, a I few do it times. Sinatra. I do it on Sinatra. Number one movie, what do you think it was? 67. I'm going to say Bonnie and Clyde. Graduate. Graduate. Uh, but I saw it in 60. See, I always put the graduate in 68 i guess it came out technically at the yeah. end of the year right for academy award status yes, yes. but i saw it in the in spring six- of 60 i'll never forget it that movie changed my life too uh number one tv show and then we gotta go to news uh tv show batman was We're monkeys 67 67 uh i love lucy Mm-mm. no that was long gone that was like 50 that was the 50s early 50s oh okay never what, mind what do you think it is here Let's- well, now take down your fishing pole and meet oh, me. Oh, no. Really? Andy Griffith? Andy Griffith. They were in the Andy color Griffin episodes show. at that point. I would think so. And yeah. I didn't dig it in the in color. Oh, no. And Barney was gone. Don Knotts was gone. Long gone. Yeah. But it was number one. I thought it was going to be like the Beverly Hillbillies or something Yeah, like I that. would not even remotely guess that. I told you about what I did to Don Knotts, didn't I? No. Oh, it's, it's a, it was a bromance on the radio. He was on the phone. Number of years ago, well, he's dead now. It'd have yeah. to be. And I said to him at the beginning of the interview, Don, unbuckle your pants because for the next twenty minutes, I'm going to stroke the bejesus out of you. <laughs> and I and here awesome. I'm, I'm talking to him with the accolades that everybody would give a Barney Fife. Yeah. And he was really you really liked it that much, Don. Yeah. Some of those oh, guys Don. from that era Come don't on. realize the is Don on the had. phone. Don was on the phone. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, news is next. I asked what song summer says summer to you. You said Frank. Summer Frank. Summer wind. It's right in the title. See, <laughs> I got a quick story, and I don't know what's going to happen after I tell these stories. Here I don't think I have to say Gary Myers in studio. I think everybody knows that. Yeah, some of the stories don't end well as far as yeah. working here. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Stop. About, I don't know how many years ago, yeah. on June 1st, I said, I'm playing Summer Wind at the beginning of my show all the way through. 
and I played it after the show. I don't know who was in charge. Called me and uh, we don't have a license to play music. And I'm thinking, you're kidding. It's <laughs> it's seven twenty, whatever you're calling the place. Yeah. And I took that heat, and then I thought, this is why Ford wants to pull AM. I'll tell you, you better get with it. Step up. You're the Frank Sinatra guy here. I want to hear your show. Earlier. earlier and i don't mean earlier than 3 a.m at 1 a.m <laughs> you went here a little later yeah you yeah. what you've been on sunday morning okay uh texter 847 is this really a live broadcast with gary meyer i think no, it's proved we that. taped it in april <laughs> because we're busy traveling it's raining out there there's a little snow did you see the snow yeah uh, <laughs> no we are live yeah, happy easter <laughs> happy easter um thrilled that you're in studio um of course you do a podcast monday through friday well of course meaning you know, and I know, that's not an of course. <laughs> Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. of course. Monday through Friday, GaryMeyer.com, yeah. and I have a cocktail show on Fridays that's live mm-hmm. with video at 6 Eastern, 5 Central, and I had an old-fashioned in your honor Ooh, on the I show, yeah. because I know you go to Wisconsin, and that yes. is the, the the drink that you have to have. I, I guess the drinking age there is 12 now, too. <laughs> They've lowered that a few no, years. No, here's the deal. I, in Wisconsin, because it was 18, you can legally, uh, you can say that, from the age of 12 to, to 18, like my kids can sit at the bar and you can buy them a drink. Swear to God. But then 18, what? because the laws changed to 21, there's a weird gap in there. And so from 18 to 21, you can't do that. It's one of those laws what? that don't match up. You can buy up. your kid a drink at a bar yeah. in Wisconsin. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I, I, It's a good question. I don't know you guys have people up there. But if you're 15, 16 years old and you say, hey, we're going to have a grasshopper, they can sit at the bar and they can have a drink. Jeez. I know it's crazy. Okay. Yeah, it's it crazy. is. It is. Speaking, don't drive. Speaking of your cocktail hour, Johnny from Michigan. Johnny! I met Johnny, hey. another quick WGN story, when the studios were on Michigan Avenue, yeah. Johnny walked yeah. by one day and you could talk to people on the street, yeah, which yeah. I did, and Johnny tapped on the window and I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, hey, I'm Johnny from Michigan, and my father was President Eisenhower's dentist, and that right there, <laughs> I thought, I want to know Johnny, and Johnny has been a part of my little rat pack ever since. I love that. I yeah. Love that. How you doing, Johnny? Happy birthday, Dave. How are you doing today? Don't start Good. with this. He's a grown man. <laughs> Jeez. John Williams wow. didn't sound like he was reading that little message too Stop much. It. You are hey, a Gary, friend. How are you doing, Gary? I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Yeah, we got some rain tonight, but not as bad as up north. Well, okay. We're going to do a little weather hunk here in just a second, Johnny, and I hope you have a great weekend. Johnny, I want Johnny to do a travel show. Johnny will come to Chicago from Michigan, and he'll spend the weekend and have great meals and spend all of $40 and oh, and really like have that. a good time, and that's a travel show. I like that. He does those super buses that have yeah. 400 people should I do on that? them, and they're only a dollar from Detroit to Chicago. I have a travel show. Should I do that on my show? Oh, you should have Johnny on. <laughs> I'll very, do that. I'll do very that. good. How about Matt from Lombard? You see, he loved your cocktail oh, hour today. Hey, Matt, how are you? Is Don on the phone? Don is not. Don Knotts is not on the phone. He's dead now. <laughs> Matt is you another know, uh, loyal listener. And I appreciate that. You know, you know that. who he was referring to, don't you? I, I, I was the uh, Don that you're referring to is through Casey Kasem. Yeah, who oh. was he referring to when he said his Don on the phone? I don't remember. <laughs> Do you know uh, the co the co creator of American Top Forty, Don Bastani. <laughs> okay, we're going to get into trivia depths here <laughs> that are lower <laughs> than the Titan right now. And by the way. I could have told you what the number one song of uh, 1967 was. Okay. How about it spent four weeks at the top of the charts. 
association, I thought. What's that? that? The association was number one for the year, but which song are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I meant. It was for 1967, for that year, the association, with a, a song written by a girl named uh, Ruth Ann Friedman. There you go. You got some... <laughs> out from under a stairway, calling the name that's lighter than air. All right, Everyone that's knows everybody knows. Everybody All right, now knows we really know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. You want to talk to Gary? He's here. He's in studio till late, uh, till I don't know the twenty minutes or so. Um, you were talking about with me on the phone because we were talking about this the other day about the storm stuff that's happening in Chicago oh, and the coverage. Wednesday. I was trying to get skilling on this. But Wednesday. He's, he's in his preps. I love mode. when the news stations go hyper hysterical with the weather and that was gold jerry gold on wednesday and i'm flipping around and i saw some gems you got to leave it to the professionals that would be tom skilling yes and his producer don i'm sorry don is not bill snyder (laughs) damn it matt you got me all (laughs) twisted here bill snyder and that's who you go to these other people are, are just posing and I'm watching these other channels. Yeah. And I saw a Were guy. I saw a guy say this, and I, I wrote stuff down because I, I thought I don't want to forget this. He said, "If you're on 294 by O'Hare, get off at Devon Avenue." Oh no! He yeah. Did not. And I'm thinking, what Chicago, channel is this? I think it was seven. There's a lot of new people at okay, seven. Okay, well, are clearly from that's out of what town. happens with new people. And then Chicagoans oh, go, no. "Who's this guy? Where oh, is yeah. he from?" Oh yeah. But I have to say, Devon Avenue was my radio name when I worked in Des Plaines. Is that right? Yes, oh, Devon Avenue. How you doing? Okay. And then he says, "If you're," he said this, "If you're lollygagging, take shelter." Lollygagging. That's not a Chicago. You can't what, say what that. What is either. whippersnapper you're, coming out of your pie hole? You're gonna get you're gonna get beat up. And it's there, yeah. And there is our local treasure, Cheryl Scott. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl says... Cheryl's a friend of mine. Go ahead. Oh, excuse me, birthday <laughs> boy. She's a friend of mine. I know Cheryl Scott. She's a local well, treasure. You, yeah, okay, And yes. she might be a national treasure because I'm sure the coasts are looking at her yeah. going, oh, we need her on the coast. Yeah. She says the map is all red, and she says, look at all the pink. And I thought, well, the map's all red. She had a pink dress had a pink on, dress on yeah. and I think subliminal, she was, she was saying, look at my pink dress. She was, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Look at me. That's the the uh-huh. feeling I got. Yeah. But here's here's yeah. the capper. Okay. They go to a reporter out in the field. She's in a parking lot, and there were some uh, cart corrals that were blown onto cars. Yeah. And then they show this employee picking up a cart that had been turned over, and the expression of the employee looking at the damaged cart corral was as if it was Don Corleone looking at Sonny at the Undertaker. After he was massacred on the causeway, look what they did to my boy. And I, I felt like the employee, the thought cloud above his head, look what they did to the cart corrals. What kind of supreme being would do this? I mean, really, this stuff is, you can't write this. This is comedy that should go on TikTok. So, but you're, but you also said that nothing came out of it, which, it, which, which happens I know, a lot, and, by the way. I mean, you know, I know I was grabbing my ankles for an hour <laughs> waiting for something to happen. And then the storm damage too was part of it, but that kept going and going. And I'm looking out the window. Where's the cow? Where's the debris? As I would see in the movie Twister. Yep. Oh, the sequel's coming out. Dave, Which is sequel. funny you said that. So my son and I were in a restaurant, actually, and every TV on the place, I, there was there was Brant Miller, there was Skilling, there was Cheryl Scott, there was a million people up there. And my daughter, as as this tornado's ripping through and there's tornado warnings in McHenry, she said, hey, me and my friends are going to the McHenry Drive-In Theater. 
So all I'm thinking is Twister. Oh, yeah. Way. That's that's part of the Twister movie. The <laughs> first know. one where the drive-in blows apart. And I thought, I'm going to see the Wicked Witch of the West on her bike with Toto in the basket and a <laughs> yeah. barn go by. When? But, I mean, you had once had a teenage daughter, uh, all grown now. But, I mean, like, do they look at the weather? Do they look at anything? And they're, they're heading up into the tornado to a drive-in. <laughs> they don't <laughs> They, they don't, don't think like No. no. <laughs> we're, see, the problem is yeah. we're hysterical about everything. And they look at us and go, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It's just brain. And it's... It, Right. The rain's going to be gone. By Act the time like the you got starts. a couple. Yeah, it's kind of what she oh, said to uh, me. Yeah. It, it, it was even worse because during all of that, when we were going in and out to the weather center over at up at Bradley, yeah, you look out the window. There are boats on the Chicago River. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I bet you. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Now they're on the Erie River, <laughs> but hey. <laughs> they gave it a shot. Gary loves the twist. Oh, the movie. Erie Lake. I'm sorry, Erie Lake. <laughs> Erie Lake. The Great yes, Lakes. That's right. That's right. The well, Erie what Lake. were you saying there? Uh, uh, texter from 414, so up north in Wisconsin. Gary loves the Twister movie. Oh, yeah. I talk about it all the yeah. time. And when I heard the sequel is coming, I got a chubby. I will tell. Yeah, but it's with who? I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't well, know. Paxton, the, the other. He's gone. One of the stars is yeah, dead. Yeah. And Helen Hunt, come on. But anytime you actually come across that movie, it's on television, I will stop and watch it. Anytime. Uh, yeah. Especially the driving scene. Yeah, I was coming up with titles for the sequel, and one of them was uh, Blowing the Smithereens and Dude, Where's My My Barn? (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Here's another one. Uh, Does Gary remember rolling a car in the 70s when he was working at St. James Estates? Rolling a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I worked construction, and... uh, my fellow laborer got a new Datsun. Remember the Datsun oh, yeah. 280Z or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And he said, hey, you want to go for a ride? I, yeah, okay. So we're going down Sauk Trail, and there's a, a sharp curve and no shoulder. Like, Well, I always say, <laughs> whacker is like a mouse. There are no shoulders. And so <laughs> yeah, he, he loses control as he's going about 85, and we go down, and the car rolls. Oh. I don't remember how many times. And I just see weeds whipping what? and da da da. I'm, I think I'm screaming. I should be screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me. I think I'm screaming. Yeah. And then the car lands on its wheels, and he's he's passed out. He's he's whatever, and I I'm not. And his head is in my lap. And I thought if some <laughs> if the internet was around then, oh boy, or cell phones. For All right. That he was in the hospital for about five days. The oh car was complete. When you saw the car, you thought these did guys you walk are, away. Yeah, I walked away. Wow. And the car, you thought they're dead. Whomever was in there wow. is dead. Yeah. Yeah, good times. Good t- it was, it was, there were different times. I love people calling in with that stuff. All right, we're going to take a quick break. More with Gary Meyer, 312-981-7200, right after this on 720 WGN. Dave you had a jingle, didn't you? No. Was it a shared jingle? What? A shared jingle? What's that? On LS? Like, was it Stephen Gary? Must I think I don't remember. <laughs> you, you like to go deep inside I radio, I and do. I don't. I never. Dork. I, I, I worked with these guys over the years, and they would collect these. They call them jingle packages at WG. And I, why? What are you going to do with that stuff? What's the difference, Dave, between lollygagging, loitering, and lingering? I want to know. Uh, I don't. I, I guess this, this weatherman right saying, now. "Don't yeah. if you're lollygagging, seek shelter." Where I'm out, I'm lollygagging. There's a twister. What should I do? I don't. Somebody know. said Gary's so right about Amateur Night on Channel Seven. The guy mispronounced Cermak. How do you miss? How, <laughs> yeah, how do you Cermak? blow that one? I know. Um, hey, Gary, are you going to the sock store in Oak Forest? Okay, people. <laughs> I, <laughs> what is no, that? They, that's the socks outlet where I found this place. Socks it's on. Outlet. Okay. Yeah, it's on 159th and Oak Forest, and you can get 
I'd say, and this is a few years ago now, uh, 10 pairs of socks and five pairs of underwear for out the door, $30, $35. You could pair, I've, I've seen prices on yeah. socks. A pair of socks, some of these people charge $20 for one pair. Yeah, that's Come true. on, that's I'm true. too Catholic to pay that. So, so my, my kids go uh, thrifting. Like, that's the thing. Does thrifting? Britta go, does Britta go thrifting? Is that when they get in the car and get into an intersection at 2 in the morning and spin around? <laughs> no. No. So, like, Josh will go. He'll, he'll come home with, like, two suits, like, nice suits. Yeah. And shirt, pants, maybe a couple pairs of shoes. And he'll say, how much? And I'll be like, I don't know, a couple hundred yeah. bucks. It'll be like $35. Yeah, they know how to find that they stuff. They do. So, my, my daughter refused to go thrifting. I'm not wearing other people's stuff. Mm, okay. But she'd be going out buying a pair of socks for $40. Yeah, I, so I finally I, said, you want to go shopping? Go with your brother. I'm not going with him. He's going to make me go thrift. It's all she does now. Well, uh, Brand name stuff for nothing. I bought this beautiful dress yeah. for $6. Yeah, okay. that's what they're doing. Yeah. And now the economy just keeps yeah. on tanking. Yeah. Okay, great. I wanted to touch uh, base with you on this one, too. So um, actors are on strike. Writers are on strike. Everybody's on strike. So there's going to be no new content in television. Good time to listen to radio or podcasts, of course. Um like, what do you do? Like, I, I thought to myself, what do we do? The last time this happened, I wanted to go, like, binge some classic TV or with my kids, shows they've never seen before. Like, what are some obscure ones that you would dip back into or maybe you and Cindy sitting down and watching? Well, like old school. This is the situation as I see it, Mr. Player. This situation that happened last night at midnight or yeah. whenever it started yeah. has not happened since, what, 1960? Yeah. Where both of those both at the same groups time. are yeah. simultaneously on strike. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, there were only three networks. And there are a lot more channels to go to, to for entertainment. Okay. See, this yeah. is. But here's the scary part the rumor is you may have seen this news story that a producer said that here's our plan we're going to hold out until people start losing their homes. And oh, that is what? the atmosphere that's out there with this. Yeah. That's been reported, and it's not confirmed, but you can see where there might be a game of chicken here, and it might not be good for anybody in the long run well, we think or about short this, run. There's 110,000 people in the in the actors, whatever, in the, right. the SAG-AFTRA. There's only, what, probably the top 2% that actually make a decent living, and the rest of them yeah. work in 10 jobs and everything right. else. You, 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 you have to remember, all right? The days when television, network television shows, it was usually a 26-episode season. Yeah. They th actually, actually 30. would do half the 39. Year. They would do 30, yeah, 32, 39, 39 back in the 50s and 60s. It now, it is down to like, depending upon the show, it could be as short as 16, could be 20. 10. Could be 10. Yeah. 10 or 8. You yeah. go to streaming yeah. services, yeah. several of the ones that, that are popular right now, there were only... F six to seven or eight episodes long a big, so a big part of this is the streaming they're like well we, we want a piece of the streaming i don't think the people who are the any of these networks or whatever that are streaming know how to make money on streaming i don't think no one's making money on that stuff well yet. that's where everything's going how can you not figure that out i don't know it's it's like uh, how, you know how many people are making money on on podcasting we talked about this the other well day. Like, it's true because there yeah. are what seven million yeah. podcasts and how do you divvy that so up? A few hundred that know how right, to do it. Because and the level it, to yeah. entry, and that's why I'm thinking if this goes on, people will just adjust like the pandemic, that's true. where people stayed home and went, you know what? I don't want to go to the office anymore. I yeah. like staying home yeah. and working. And look what's happening. Look at the carnage. Yeah, I still have a hard time. I'm a manufacturer, so I, there was nobody working from home. 
for the most part at my place. But I know some people can pivot and do that, but now you can't, you can't find anyone to hire. That's the biggest issue right That's now. That's the other thing. And, and what robotics are taking go? over yeah. in, in different areas. That's true. Oh, great. That's uplifting <laughs> on a Friday. Gee, and you didn't and you didn't even touch on AI. <laughs> yeah, well, we that's the other thing. I popped in a few bullet points about myself to see if it would write a resume or something, a pitch. Within 15 seconds, it was a two-page document that I could present to anybody, and it was fine. And that's I'm amazing. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Hopefully, my kids don't use that for school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> think about how that's going to be abused. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Guess what? We're out of time already. Really? Can you believe I thought yet? we could play more birthday messages. We are- <laughs> I thought that was fascinating, hearing your so-called friends read from a piece of paper. (laughs) I wrote them. Dear (laughs) my my friend Dave, uh, you're old and bald. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Great. Great talking to you, buddy. Hey, thanks thanks for for coming down. Let's do it next week. Sure. (laughs) Right. After you get called in for some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, please yeah. don't have them back. We got rid of them years ago. What's the problem? No, uh, you still go to Dollar Tree, Gary. That's the last question. I love day. Dollar Tree. <laughs> Not for everything. Now, food items. Okay, the yeah, mainstay, no. uh, glow sticks, bungee cords, and greeting cards, and toothpaste. Those are your go-to at the dollar yeah. store. It's $1.25 now. No steak. Outrageous. No what? Che- no steak or cheese. No, I stay away from the food items. Ugh. <laughs>